Did you know that the very first assembly of photographs to create a motion picture was a two-second clip of a black man on a horse? And that man is my great-great-grandfather. Great. There's another great-grandfather. But that's why back at the Haywood Ranch, as the only black-owned horse trainers in Hollywood, we like to say, since the moment pictures could move, we had skin in the game. Right, so welcome everyone to a brand new show, which we're calling TSP Recommends. Yeah, so Steve and I are gonna pick a movie, yeah, and we're gonna do like a more in depth, like a Criterion breakdown review for non Criterion movies. Oh, we are. That's how in depth you want to get? No, but oh. know, <laughs> I just want to. No, but not like really, that. like that, <laughs> you know, okay. akin to. Well, so, I was also thinking, you know, once we're not as lazy and do more research. On the films. Yeah. Maybe. Or just try it out somewhere. Not even for this. Something else. Is this just preview ripoff? Yeah. The show? Fucking (laughs) hacks. Okay. Well, no. Because I was thinking like one of us could take a stance on a film. Or on a film we have a stance that's opposite of each other. For instance, like Drive. Okay. Yeah. Or, you know, Virtuosity. Virtuosity. Yeah. (laughs) And then you pick. Your oh, I know a good one that we that we really differ on. What then, Glary Glenn Ross? You don't like it? I don't think it's that great. <sighs> See, and that's what the heart of this show is. But what we could do is like I pick my elements that are good arguments for why Glenn Gary Glenn Ross is good, and then you can pick your reasons why it sucks, and then we like kind of present them and argue okay. those specifics. So are we going to do that with Nope? Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't fucking think of anything for this. But I don't know. I thought that might be like yeah. kind of. Yeah. Be like, no. And then maybe we even try to convince the other one, you know, like literally have a debate on it. Yeah. It could be like. Is that I'm, what you call those? Debates? Yeah. TSP debates. Yeah. We just do three topics and then we uh, go back and forth maybe. Or like three each. Yeah. Three I each. don't know. But we go back and forth like. You present your pro, I present my con, and yeah. then we talk about it that way. Not yeah, like three, like you know. I give you my reason why I think it's good, and then you can That's, I f- give decide you your rights. rebuttal. Yeah, and then I and then I'll read mine back to you, and then you'll rebuttal. Yeah, and then we'll do that kind of like that back and forth. Yeah, yeah. like absolutely. Yeah, I guess that's actually just a debate. Yeah, just a debate. But TSP debates. But I do like even with this, everyone keep this keep these shorter, maybe thirty to forty five minutes there. Just for a quicker turnaround, but also, I don't know, a little kind of like review where it's just a quick little snippet of. Yeah, doesn't have to be too tangential or. Yeah. You know, it's uh, a more focused topic than what we would normally cover. Ooh. So, what do we have to help keep us focused here? So, I'm drinking Buffalo Bills Brewery, America's original pumpkin ale. And I'm drinking Shipyard Brewing Co. Smashed Pumpkin. And mine is really sweet. Yeah, these are pretty sweet. 
Is it, you know, like uh there's some feedback there. That was weird. Where they talk about No, that was me. Where they talk about women uh loving their pumpkin spice lattes lattes at Starbucks. Is this the male version? The pumpkin spice yeah. beers. The fuck boy version. <laughs> this is the fuck boy version. Yeah. Cause you said you brought a lot of these for uh your coworkers yep. to drink after work and None of them wanted it. They're like, get out of here, you little fuck boy. I know, but I bet when pumpkin spice latte season comes around, they're all going to be jumping up and down. <laughs> they probably will. You were like, can you want my beer? And they were like, nope. But I will say, let's see. This one is very strong on the pumpkin flavor. Not so much the spice. It's more just pure pumpkin with beer. Why don't we just review the beers instead? We're doing that. We're doing both. We'll just... Mine is, uh, uh, well, I gargled with mouthwash to oh, spare no. you my nasty breath. <laughs> so it's kind of weird. to get it from here. <laughs> it's been bad lately, buddy. Uh, I don't brush my teeth. And no, you gargle. I only gargle. <laughs> he gargles, ladies. So, nope. Oh, we're going to be talking about nope. Isn't that such an awful title? Well, it's not an awful title. I would say it's such a risky title for a movie, right? Because there's so many things that you could add to Nope for the movie Nope, right? Like, was it a box office success? Nope. Are you going to go see this movie? Nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was this movie any good? Nope. <laughs> hey, well, that's my line. Uh, so the title, yeah, the title itself before we get into the plot and synopsis or whatever. Yeah, you know, it's. I think it's extremely pretentious, but I I like pretentious, so I, I kind of dig it. Oh, I kind of like it too. Yeah, but I was just like, damn, that's kind of a risky title to have. Oh because yeah, it's like actually like you have to put nope film, right? You can't just put nope. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it kind of does remind me, and I I feel like it's a little rippy offy. Not to say that's what happened, but uh, um. The guy who does Edgar Wright's Edgar, don't. yes, yes, yes. You do exactly what I meant from yeah. the uh, Grindhouse from the Grindhouse trailers. Trailers, yeah. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> right at the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Don't. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Right. So yeah, I don't know. Should let's start off with saying, are we in favor of it? Should we say, are we in favor already? Of it? Yeah, and then we'll see at the end of it what we recommend. Yeah, so I would say nope is a yep. Uh, I'm gonna say nope is a hell nope. Hell (laughs) nope. All right. No, 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 no. Nope is good. Nope Uh, is good. Well, then now you got to explain because you you don't still say it's nope a nope, but it's good. uh, Should we announce that spoilers at the the top here? Oh yeah, total spoilers. Well. Yeah, this is a dis- this is a discussion Ugh, of the movie, not really a review. Yeah, this is more discussing it. Yeah, not so much a review. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so I guess we can just dive right into it. I don't like the Gordy stuff, the monkey stuff. Okay. I think it's a hard reset of the film. Right when we're building suspense, it resets us for too long, and I don't think the Gordy stuff pays off. Nor does it really fit. I feel it's like one of those Arthur traps where it's like I want a monkey killing somebody. And so they design a scene around that instead of it actually uh, strengthening the film. So you you were talking to me about this a little bit in chat. 
that's what you meant by the trap an artur always falls into. Yeah. And what is that? Just creating a second story or a parallel story that just doesn't really. Mm-hmm. Adding something that doesn't connect. necessarily benefit the film. Benefit just yeah. to add it because it does relate, right? And it does express kind of the theme. We talk about this a lot uh, in the podcast when we talk about uh, filmmakers like not cutting the fatty scenes, right? Mm-hmm. And they leaving them in, and it's like to me, it felt like the Stephen Yoon character was a complete waste. Yeah, uh, especially because it's Stephen Yoon, right? Yeah, and it's like it felt like I felt like I was drawing a lot of parallels to when we were cutting Dickhead, yeah. and we were slowly cutting and cutting um, Lexi's scenes more and more. Oh, and I'm like, well, what if we just shoehorned in all those Lexi scenes? And it's like, that is what I felt like with Steven Yeung and Nope. It was like, it was like we, he was like, oh, he's such a good actor. We got to shoehorn all this stuff in. And there's all these weird red herrings, like the yeah. shoe. They keep focusing on this shoe that has no payoff, nothing. It's just, it's just a taunt, a tease, almost like, there'll be a Nope too about the shoe. And it's like... <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> it's the, the, the new spaceship will be a shoe. <laughs> Just a boot in the clouds. Uh, shit. Uh, th- I think that's a very fair argument. I mean, y- you mentioned a lot of things to to go off of, but I know I saw that, well, and I recommended it to my family, and I saw it with friends too, where everyone that I talked to more in depth about it, they always kind of said the monkey scene just fell off and like it didn't make a lot of sense. And how you're talking about, I think you you worded it perfectly when you said benefit because it, you can't see where it relates to things, right? Because like Steven Yoon's character, he should have known better, right? They try to tame this wild beast and then later on he tries to tame this wild beast. <laughs> I feel like it is such... Because I, I think I think that argument is valid, but I hate that argument, if that makes sense. But that's the reason for it. Yeah, but the reason is shitty. Well, that's what I'm saying, like, when you say benefit, right? Because it makes me think of what we did in our movie with the garage scene, where we kind of soft reset the film on purpose. But we do that, and we have this long dialogue of, like, characters that we've never seen before talking about... Um, Filmmaking and Babe and scary movies. And there's, you see the reason why we put it in. You would see the reason why we wrote it. But then, like you said, does it really benefit the film? And to me, I think that scene absolutely be- benefits our film. And uh, because it's just a better movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, let me switch it back on to you and let me give you something I really did like about the film. And I wonder if you liked it. But I really liked the cast. I think you said you may have me had had issues with Kiki Palmer, but I enjoyed pretty much everybody in this movie. I didn't mind the cast. I think they're all decent actors. Kiki Palmer, I've never, I don't know who she is, but you know, there's a lot of uh, I don't know either, but media coverage on her because she was like criticizing Zendaya, saying um, Zendaya gets more roles because she's not as black. And there was like a, a little, or not a little, but a huge kind of article on that. And, you know, media went towards that. But I, I like the cast. I think they're really good. My nope. issue <laughs> my issue with them is that people felt tonally off. 
Yep. And the reactions felt totally off. Like it just didn't match with people because you had Kiki Palmer kind of like, hey, and acting weird. And her reactions to certain situations just didn't feel right. I agree. And same thing with that Mexican kid. Just the way he's ask, acting like, what do you guys want? What are you doing? Hey, welcome to Fry's. And he's acting like this fucking asshole. Yeah. And, and then, then they're going like, into a dialogue with him where in real life, fuck you, kid. Just pay for my shit and get out of here. You know, and 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 so a lot of these characters didn't feel quite right. Like uh, uh, OJ, he was just such a straight, serious character. And then his reactions aren't really lining up with their reactions and he feels like he's giving the more appropriate responses to things. Right. And then everyone else like Kiki Palmer, I, in my opinion, fell off and the Mexican kid just felt really off. Angel. Angel. Just <laughs> thank you with their, I don't even know if he's Mexican. That's when you know you're Mexican. You call every <laughs> Latin Mexican, but yeah. So, so it just felt weird. It just didn't feel like the correct kind of attitude to have in certain situations. Oh, absolutely. And I agree completely. I like that, but I did like the, I just like the cast. Oh, they all did great. And they're all yeah. great actors in my opinion. Um, I feel, I hate to use this word cause I feel like it's a catch all very vague nonsense, but this film to me is a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag of good and bad. Yeah. The good outweighs the bad here. Unfortunately. Uh, so because there's just so many times where I'm just like, it should have been called what, not no. <laughs> what? Well, there certainly is a mixed bag of things, but I think I will there's say, way more good than negative. And it, I think one of the blaring, glaring issues is that you have the monkey scene, which in its own right, I thought that was excellent. I mean, I thought that was terrifying. Like that monkey, especially when they bump fists, it was like, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my. Like it was pretty intense it's extremely intense scene right when he's eating that girl's face off yeah like but doesn't it that feel was like so a different intense. movie yes well it just felt it feels like a completely different movie well i was gonna add too when you brought up the monkey scene apparently i guess this got cut out i don't know if this is true i read it on reddit but and i guess they added it in post but the monkey is supposed to actually originally have been killed by a mass shooter and he goes onto the film set to just shoot the place up. But by that time, the monkey's already attacked. People are gone. So he kills a monkey. And he's just like, oh, yeah, I went to kill everyone. But, you know, there's this crazy monkey. So I shot it instead. What the fuck? I don't know. Wow, that sounds crazy. That's completely intense. Yeah, I, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I think the issue is that he didn't – he tried to add – I mean, this is a good comparison to Jaws, right? And Jaws within the book had all of these kind of extra elements to it to describe the steeper story, like the mobs involved, uh, city council doesn't want to shut down the beach. Like there's a lot more extra elements and he wanted to add those other deeper elements too, right? For instance, there was that strong relation to Hollywood and the way Hollywood treats people and all of that relation, right? The abuses of Hollywood. Um, on Reddit, someone talked about hubris. Like this movie is about people's hubris. Yeah, I would say and it's also about uh, spectacle. Well, I don't even know what hubris means. But like Stephen Yoon's hubris after what he experienced. You, I can explain it to you in a tale as old as time, buddy. Yes, buddy. So there's a man walking through the desert. Mm -hmm. He comes upon a statue. Mm -hmm. 
and it's a of a ruined city. There's a ruined ass city. It's a trashed up. There's mm. shit on the walls, graffiti. Ooh. Yeah. And the statue. In the statue. There's okay. a statue. And on the little statue, it says, I am Ozymandias, king mm. of kings. Here, like, look, behold my great and awesome empire or whatever. And it's like, you know, shit don't last, buddy. It's all just <laughs> dirt. Right? Yeah. Now, that's hubris, right? You think your shit's going to last forever. It ain't going to last forever. It ain't going to last that's forever. That's hubris. So there you go. There's the hubris elements. That's one mentioned, and then of course you have the cinema, the DP guy, right? Yeah. Where he's like, "I gotta get the perfect shot," and of course he gets the perfect shot for five seconds, and then is devoured, and no one ever sees it. Yeah. So, so I guess there's those elements, but again, I think the issue is he sh- like Jaws. Spielberg kind of showed those deeper elements, like city council are the the mayor not wanting to shut down the beach. Right, and he's like, "Come on, goddammit, it! There's, there's a dead kid. What's wrong with you? There's a killer shark out there." And, but it was still a simple story, very simple story, right? and it's comp- overly complicated by the Gordy subplot with a character that should have just been a simple, yeah, almost villain esque. I mean, I don't know. Like to me, it was like we have to. It's like when a Marvel movie has to shove in. Like the Hulk <laughs> into well, a, you can still show the, the hubris, right? Like just have Steven Yoon want to save the valley or something. Yeah. And well, then he tries to teach this monster. You know, you just have a scene where there's like a mobster that walks in. It's like, where's the fucking money, Yoon? <laughs> <laughs> Give me all that fucking money. And it's a monkey. And so I will say I watched this movie sober. It was during my like sober reset. Oh, you fucked up, man. So... There was something that probably, if I was not sober, would have completely overlooked. Okay. Well, that, then, yeah, go ahead. And it's something that, since I thought of it, I can't overlook it. And it's, it's called sloppy storytelling. No, I, I would just... Hold on, hold on, hold on. You took a long pause, sorry. So the scene that I'm thinking of exactly is how the creature is... There's more scenes. ...killed or destroyed or something, whatever, however you want to say it. Yeah. It's like we've already established that it's like really adverse to the flags now. And then it eats a bunch of flags and a giant plastic monster, man. Well, maybe it thought it was a, well, it thought it was its, uh, you know, uh, challenge, right? They were fighting for territory dominance like in any animal. Yeah. See, to me, I didn't, like, if you see a bear, a bear is going to kill you to establish its territory and all that, right? I didn't buy it. What do you mean? Get your fucking UFO with space eating people. Come on. It's not a UFO. That's the whole thing. It is a UFO. It doesn't ever... Uh, a UFO is an unidentified flying object. We've identified it. It's an angel. I think it's an angel, but I don't think it actually matters what it angel, is. angel, the angel. I think as soon as it's explained what it is, it loses something. Yeah, that was one thing I didn't like is how he explained like, oh, it's an animal. It's like, you don't got to explain it. Don't explain it. You already did. Within the visuals, right? See, and that made You're, me hate because you know what? Hate, don't look at it; it won't eat you, bitch. If a bear's hungry, that fucker's gonna kill you. Depending if you are looking at well, it, looking away. That's pretty common for it ain't a fucking animals, statue right? Statue monster from Doctor Who. But I mean, who knows what it is, right? See, there is your hubris and thinking you understand this alien creature. I mean, he did. Why? Why did he more qualified than me? Because of the horse. He saw that the horse. horse. He saw the horse. The horse explained it all. They sucked it up. But damn it. What was I? Oh, damn. The drugs are getting to me. 
Um, well, fuck, I forgot what's. Oh yeah, I was gonna say one of the perfect. I think the perfect description of this movie. You didn't read the synopsis at all, but I think the perfect. I was waiting for a moment. God damn. All right. Well, I'll do. What is it? I think it's called the tagline. Is that like a short sentence description? Yeah. So. Uh, Which is the film follows two horse wrangling okay, siblings who attempt to capture evidence of an unidentified fine object. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it is. But it's basically Jaws as a UFO, right? Yeah. That's essentially the movie. And I think, like how you're talking about it's overly complicated. Yeah, I think he should have made it more simple. You know, just make it a little more streamlined. You don't have to add all that. You You can... Just like Spielberg did with the mayor kind of just dropping in one sentence, you know, and then they were kind of fighting against it. But it wasn't like, I don't know. I don't know. I think also maybe the difference is just the way it was executed. Because also really another weird element in person acting weird was uh, uh, Anthony Perkins' son. Yeah. Osborne. Osbergens. Asperger's. Perkins? Uh-oh. Um, he said Asperger's. Osbury? Osbury? You got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy Perkins? Uh, was his character, the TMZ guy. Yeah. That was just, it's like, what the fuck is this? Didn't I, that feel just really weird? And, and kind of that was like a reset of the action, just that whole scene. Oh, I hated that scene. I hated yeah. it a lot. So, I th- almost ruined what was a really great ending. So then, other than the dumb, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. It's you know territorial, but I'm like the flags. It, it we we've been we have established in the movie. We have established. But a flag is not a balloon, buddy. We've established in the film, right, that it won't eat the flags anymore. That's why they had the flags on the motorcycles. Yeah, and it was like we've like they drilled that into us. And then a fucking motherfucker eats flags. <laughs> well, I would say I think there could be an argument that a flag is not a balloon. It had a bunch of flags wrapped around its fucking legs. Did it? Yes. I thought it just had rope. A hundred percent. It was covered in flags. It was not covered. It was a cowboy. It was flagging out, man. It was a little Steven Unez a cowboy. Yes, it was. And it was a flag. Okay, so we've been shitting on this movie <laughs> the entire time. Let's talk about right. some of the good Let stuff. Let me tell you about what some of the things I liked. Yeah. So I do think the third act was weak. Um, it was just a little too too much like Jaws at that point. But I would say I really liked the first act. Um, I know it's just kind of this slow burn, but I think it really built up. How dare they do what to our boy, bro? Keith David does not deserve <laughs> that. Oh, and I thought of a better scene. Huh. So I don't know if you remember this. So spoilers. Again, we go where I said that. But in the opening, Keith David gets the nickel through his eye. Mm-hmm. It should have been a penny. And they've been like, and the doctor could have been like, penny for your dots. <laughs> Now you can imagine what decade's going to be like. Yeah, pretty good. So, well, let me uh, preface everything with I when I first saw this, I went to IMAX to watch it, and I got high as a motherfucking kite. And oh, like in the kite movie, just like the kite, the UFO would have stayed away from me. I'll tell you that. But uh, Jordan Peele did shoot this on IMAX, so he did intend for this to be seen on IMAX. I don't know if that makes a difference. 
but I mean, an enormous screen. It makes I'm a the difference. only one there, and the sound was so fucking loud it almost hurt my ears. Almost like Dunkirk, you know how that that actually did hurt our ears when we saw it in IMAX. Oh, yeah. But this one was getting pretty close because it was just, I think that theater is just extra loud. But it added especially to this film. And I really like the first act leading up. Well, let's not get into that. Yes. Let's slow down. Let's slow down. The first act. First act. I love when he first sees like the UFOs and all the little first sightings. And I really just love that nighttime and you just see it like boom. Yep. And what I really love about it, it's not quite perfect. This, I would have done it this way. But is the design of the UFO. I think the UFO is just bitching, man. It's so fucking cool. Because it's reminiscent of the old 50s flying saucers, right? And it's also reminiscent of what we're seeing now with the pill-shaped saucers that the Navy pilots have been reporting. Mm. Okay, I could see that. I didn't, yeah. think, I didn't think of that. Well, it's both because it, it, it morphs its shape, right? Well, yeah, it does morph its shape. But I, I really like the initial design of it throughout most of the movie. Which is kind of like that classic flying saucer from the 50s. And then making that scary. I just wish it would have been actually that design. Because it it actually kind of looks like a mushroom head a little bit. Because it's got a little shape. And it's more like... It becomes almost like... It's more oval than it is circular. Yeah, it almost becomes like a a big cheat. Well, I mean, it's... Well, yeah. uh, And later. But I'm not talking about the angel Oh, when it goes full angel? No, I'm just talking about... The main yeah, design that yeah. you see throughout. Because I, I love that, dude. I was like, that's so fucking cool. And it's so cool that you actually made that scary. Yes. And the way it just flew around and maneuvered. I mean. It was it, great. And the fact that you know when it's around. Because you just hear these screams of people slowly being digested. In this fucking flying thing. Yeah. I mean, come on. That was pretty unnerving. And to see it, I was like, holy fuck. And there's even there's even some comedy inserted into that where it takes it's, when they're it's shitting on him. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. The monster is shitting on them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's it. Shit in a sense. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I love that. I was like, damn, Jordan Peele, this is fucking cool. And the way the sky looked and the clouds and utilizing that. I mean, I thought that was just like really, really good. I mean, I think this movie may have created one of the best second acts of a film because that second act was stellar and that's kind of what makes me really like the movie for instance after the Gordy scene then you have Steven Yoon doing his presentation and of course they get sucked up into this fucking thing and I don't know how you felt man but when they were inside of its belly getting sucked up and them just screaming like bloody murder like, he really captured, well, people being afraid they're going to die. And the hopelessness and helplessness and realization of that. He really captured that in everyone. Angel, uh, what's Kiki Palmer's character's name? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Fuck. Anyways, her character. And then, of course, the whole crowd when they get swallowed up into this beast's mouth. Like, man, that was fucking scary, in my opinion. Yeah. And then, of course, then you actually have this huge action scene when he's trying to rescue them and it's shitting on the house. Like, there is that huge action scene. But that Steven Yeun part was just like, I was literally scared, man. I was just like, holy fucking shit. I wanted to start screaming. And I wish the movie had jumped right to that instead of showing us a 15, 20-minute Gordy scene. Well, 
And then there's like a flashback as well that it kind of also reiterates the same sentiment where he talks about how Shadow, Shadow was the name of the horse, right? Well, there was uh, seven horses, right? And we're following their lives. Yeah. That one was lucky that survives. Yeah. Oh, Shadow. The first one has, and he's something jacket, box jacket, shadow jacket. Jean jacket is the monster. Jean, okay, who are you talking about? Shadow boxer? What is it? Fiona Apple? Yeah, the first movie, the first one, the first horse, the, the dad's horse. And he was like, you know, that he's, you know, he's territorial and explains through flashback yeah. what the monster is and then and then how he would behave and oh. how he learned how it would behave. Yeah. And then I'm like, man, why do we have this motherfucking monkey in the goddamn movie? <laughs> And then why do we have to spend goddamn 45 minutes looking at this motherfucking shoe that don't mean a goddamn thing? Now, get off on my gory high horse and I'm going to be more positive about the The shoe film. does mean something. But it's something to discuss. And for me, it's like, I'm not going to bother. Yeah, it's just stupid. I'll, I'll discuss a Nolan spinning little thingy for DiCaprio if you want. Yeah. But I get to discuss this fucking shoe. Because shoes don't fucking ever land like that. And you're like, yeah, well, guess what this one did? No. Nah. I thought it was going to tie in and it was going to be spectacular. Yeah. It's the just like, I thought it was going to be some kind of really clever tie-in. And it was going to be like the spectacular moment well, in the is, film. Where you, as the audience, ex are experiencing something that the characters like are just completely clueless about. And I was like, oh my God, where is that going to happen? And then the credits roll and I'm like, that goddamn monkey. <laughs> that goddamn well, monkey. It is clever. It's just a little too clever, right? It's trying to be too clever. And I don't know lost. if it's too clever. But look at buddy. Think about it. The shoe. What didn't the alien eat? Shoes. The motherfucking shoe. <laughs> That's right. It didn't, didn't eat that shoe. That's true. <laughs> that's what it was all about you're like oh he don't eat the shoes so the moral is they got a lot of free shoes that's true there yeah. you go that's why well I need to refill on the beers uh, that's why Steven Yoon was in the movie because you know shoes and the little kid I fucking hated that stuff dude shit damn Maybe that's just the way it tastes Damn, dude, this oh. one's called Pumpkin Head, like the you know, which a movie which I much rather would have watched than Nope. Nope. But I do I do have to say, like, that that second act was really stellar. And I think that's honestly my strongest argument <laughs> for it. But I do think it was that strong. And the first act certainly had issues. Of course, they had more of the monkey, and then they even had the horse scene, which just felt too long i think you know and, and there were some elements that were just a little the film set scene yeah what did i say the horse scene oh yeah the horse scene there's a lot of fucking horses scene that's probably the worst description i will say i, yeah, re the film I actually set. Re i really liked the first act um really i really liked the first i really liked the first i really liked the acts of the film I like everything that has to do with OJ, uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, yeah I, I was going to ask you his name because you're usually good at yeah. saying uh, but things. You know how to read. I can't do it today. Dude, he's fucking insanely good. Yeah, he, I, this guy this used to win some Oscars or he's something. He's fucking good. He's man. really good. He's what makes the movie for me. I love his character. Yeah. Um, 
Can, can I interrupt? Have you seen a Messiah and the Black Judas? No, I haven't. That's pretty fucking. I didn't finish it, but it was real good. And then you still haven't seen Get Out, huh? I've seen Get Out. We watched it together. He kind of sucked in Black Panther, though. He was in Black Panther? Yeah, he's the guy who writes the rhino. I don't remember. You don't remember the rhinos? That was the best part of the movie, buddy. Let me tell you. Now, see, when you see a rhino, you just don't look (laughs) it in the eye, okay? Oh, that's right. He learned that real quick. (laughs) In that movie, he was like, don't look CGI rhino in the face. Now, I want to talk about, well, to me, a scene that I absolutely adored was the tug of war scene where it's like full angel mode. Where it sucks that dude up. Well, no, it's like its face is like, it's like, you know, like fractaling out kind of. Yeah. And then it's going back and forth between them as he's on the horse calling it. Yeah. And then she's on the bike. And see, this movie is like, it suffers from what I call as the shitty Ryan Johnson problem. (laughs) (laughs) Explain the shitty Ryan Johnson problem. Which are easy setups and easy payoffs. Such as for this. When they're like, when she keeps saying like, oh yeah, I do, you know, I do this and this and stunts and motorcycles and blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. And like, it's like, I feel like it's said over and over, like, we get it. She's good with motorcycles. And then it's like, we got to give her a motorcycle. Uh, And then they write that whole scene in there just so that, you know, easy setup and payoff. Another easy setup and payoff is, uh, I lost it. Well, think about it. She got the mechanical horse, Right. The brother and dad wouldn't let her ride a real horse, so she learned how to ride the mechanical horse, just like Bon Jovi. I'm a cowboy on a steel horse I ride. I don't know if that's the lyrics. And I'm, and I'm on it. Dead or alive. <laughs> Another movie I'd rather watch, Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. <laughs> God damn, man, buddy. I'd rather just hear you do stand-up than watch that movie. Oh, damn. You nope. know, I'm here all night, buddy. <laughs> I'm here all night. Uh, what were we talking about? Nope. No. What were we? Oh, the motorcycle. Yeah. But, you know, I will admit, when I first saw it, I was like, what the fuck? She can ride a motorcycle like that. And I saw it twice. And the second time, I was like, oh, yeah, they said she could ride a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, I heard it this time. Yeah. So... I guess that gives reason for that, but again, it's like, oh, why, why go with? Oh, another easy uh, that idea. Another setup payoff. the The whole TMZ thing is like a setup and payoff, but right within itself, almost right. And because it's, it's like, oh, I wear shiny helmets because that's what the TMZ guys wear. And oh, guess what? We can write that in the movie with that ball of light that scares the horse. So it's like a bigger version of that for the big alien. And then the weirdest thing they do is add a circle or a hole in the helmet. That's what he can see, right? So he can see, even though, you know, helmets have visors that you can lift up. But let's not get into that very easy action. He has a hole already built in just so that when the UFO goes over him, it sees his eye. (laughs) (laughs) And he knows it's edible. So it's like, oh, I don't oh, know. I could say, oh, we keep just sitting on the that. movie, but maybe it even saw its reflection in the helmet, right? It's like, oh, a fucking UFO. And it like starts fucking him, right? Because <laughs> it sees it's a female. Yeah. Or dude. a male. You know, I, yeah, mean, I don't may- know what hey, this maybe thing it's, was. You know? Whatever it was, it just started fucking him to death. I think it's a woman, dude. Only a woman could suck like that. <laughs> hey. Oh, I kid, ladies. I kid. You guys are great suckers. 
But I will say, I always think we shit on the movie a lot. And I'm going to do shit on it one more time. And then I'll be done with the poop. I'll be shitted out. And it has to do with the TMZ guy again. And something that, to me, that didn't really make sense. And it was like kind of... Osborne. That's got to be his name. Kind of the reason why he died. And it's because it's like, so breaks and physics, like what kind of field is this thing generating? I mean, I guess we don't really know. Maybe this is me nerding out a little too much. Because when he hits it and his motor die his motorcycle dies it's not like because your engine dies the car breaks to a sudden halt. well i don't know how a car would react because it's not in neutral so it's not like the flywheel's just going to keep going it would just roll to a stop no i don't i don't know about that yeah buddy i've had the power die on me in the car yeah your leaf yeah no well i think we gotta conduct an experiment let the leaf die and we'll see if you get ejected. <laughs> it won't happen. But it also kind of was funny, dude. Because honestly, when he flies, he's like, ah! Like, yeah, it was done for laughs. <laughs> it was so unexpected. It was done for and laughs. And I got to admit, that had me, I was, I was laughing pretty hard. I choked on my popcorn. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I would, I would do something so just ridiculous like that. Yeah, I guess yeah. I guess it's done just for the fucking yeah. Do the it for lulls, fun, right? right? Yeah, do it it for is the fun. fun. It is a funny ass thing. He's like ah, especially okay. after you be such a dick. One thing I want to talk about that this film does ex- expertly, <laughs> absolutely expertly. Yeah, it the way it handles suspense, and I think Jordan Peele is great mm. at building suspense. Yeah, he He's did it and get get up. <laughs> oh sorry get out <laughs> get on up <laughs> that's a different movie <laughs> hey but you know what Ray Charles used to always say uh-huh. fuck I'm blind <laughs> <laughs> oh shit he is here all night <laughs> <laughs> that's good buddy that's actually really fucking funny <laughs> <laughs> that's good good job uh, but yeah, so I wanted to just mention like the suspense is built so fucking well. Yeah. And uh, the the fake alien, the fake out alien. Actually, yeah, I was going to mention that. That, that was scene is so cool. It is so good. It's so scary. It and is. they look so dorky, right? They got the dick fingers from everywhere all at once. Yeah. But goddamn, I was like, eh, how are you making this scary? That scene was so good. I wanted to see that scary movie. You did, dude. That second act. No, 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 no. I wanted to see the, the little dick finger aliens, the little UFO fucking butt plunging aliens. Right? <laughs> I was like, I want to see that movie by Jordan Peele now. The butt plunging aliens, <laughs> right? Because that was so well, good. Well, you got to have a scene and with they the were, butt plunging. They right? were so scary. Like, imagine like an intentional scarier version of that where they are being abducted. Yeah. Right, and then he just gets up there and he sees them all like dismembered and like. Yeah, Angel's he, dick in his mouth. <laughs> you know, I do like the idea. I think he could still have the eating scene because it's an alien who knows what the fuck aliens do. But I kind of like the idea more of little green men inside a flying saucer than the flying saucer itself being a creature. Yes. It's, I, it's cool to have aliens. Aliens are cool. It's spacecrafts are cool. Those are two cool, really cool things. Yeah. So you get two. But when you make the spacecraft an alien... Why not you only just get one? And you get, yeah. And while it's cool, it's like a big tease, right? This movie is just a big fucking cock tease 
That's because nice. right, it's like there's this mystery about the shoe and the monkey. Oh, that don't mean nothing. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind the monkey. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, here's this like really cool flying saucer that's sucking up, you know, horses and people. And maybe yeah. it's that's maybe that's how it experiments Those on them. I thought I thought like because you know how the typical alien like the light shines down and you know you you rise up. Mm-hmm. Simpsons expertly make a joke of that where Homer needs two rays of light because he's so fat. Yeah. <laughs> God damn decisions. They're just so ahead of their time, huh? Yeah. And so like I thought there was like it was that was that movie's version of that. And I was like, that is so terrifying. Instead of them having a transporter or like gravity, anti-gravity, they just suck people out of the fucking houses. Well that's essentially what they Oh yeah, yeah. Like if it was the aliens, the little green men, the greys experimenting. Yeah. If it was fire, if this was, if with nope was fire in the sky. Oh yeah. God damn! I would have. It would have to me. Would have. It would have. This would have been a ten out of ten. But I mean, a lot of people are uh, saying how it is cool that it this UFO is a creature. A lot of people are remarking on oh, that. I feel that is incredibly unique. And I think that's fantastic. Because who who th- I, who would think something? I mean, that's ingenious, right? Like that's just such a. It is an ingen- It is ingenious because a it's great a, thought. Yeah, but I still want the other movie. <laughs> like no, yeah, I get like, you. Like well, maybe I that's mean, my maybe that's like my taste, my preference. No, I think so, and I think I felt the same. But I think you don't even have to show the. I mean, you can. You already showed the green little alien men. Maybe you do another scene with them. I, I guess that's fire in the sky scene. But also just being in their their belly and just seeing them transported, because maybe that's just you know they don't they're not Star Trek. Yeah, they don't just warp you onto the warp deck. They just slowly suck you up like. <laughs> yeah, and then it, you're on the like deck. Because I thought because uh, it kept showing the eye of the angel or creature or whatever it is or mm-hmm. Jean Jacket whatever the fuck that thing is. <laughs> Jean Jacket. Shit, oh. man, you fucking drugged me, you goddamn. You are Hollywood. <laughs> Steven, you don't understand. <laughs> That's good. You are Steven. Um, what was my point? Uh, Just, sucking. Oh, the how every, you keep seeing its eye. Yeah. And it's how it's inside of its head, right? And it's like, there's like this weird focus on eyes in the movie. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. and But yeah, I don't know. I mean... I don't got too much more to say. Well, I would say, like, as far as the angel design versus the uh, normal design, I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. I liked that green square. I just didn't really care to see it for this film. Yes. Like, that design could exist on a different film with the kind of more of a different story. With And it's kind of two different UFOs, right? Like, one is now kind of aware and communicating to some degree when it's in the angel form. But then when it's in the UFO form, it's not. Eh, you know what I was just thinking? Huh. You know, it's I'm singing how fake fake we are. Yeah. Because if Jordan Peele was in this room right now, we wouldn't say any of this. Well, no, he'd probably <laughs> kick our ass. No, we wouldn't. I, right? I don't know. Maybe that's me thinking I'm fake. No, we we you're right, we wouldn't, because we would think of ways to get around it. Yeah. Just so we could praise him. Be like, dude, your cast. Wow, that was just so great, Jordan. You're you are such you are so good with cast all the time. I mean, you know, people always talk about Tarantino, but you I think I still would have asked him, why the monkey though? Like, what the fuck? Like he just has a thing for monkeys. Isn't his 
uh, production company like called like Monkey Brains or something like that. Yeah, Monkey Paw. Monkey Paw. The Wish thing. Which was a pretty nice lead-in because they open up with the Gordy thing and you hear the little spoon, like their in- vanity card. And then you hear the crowd coming in. That was that was a really nice intro into the movie. No, I think the movie I was... I mean, the Gordy scene's great. It's just, again, <laughs> it's the, angel, the angel looks great. But yeah. it just feels like put them in a different movie. Yeah, it's like, wait, are we watching a different movie now? The characters' deliveries are great, but maybe they don't all belong in the same movie, right? Because it's just like, this just feels weird for this reaction and response. And that feels weird for that reaction. You know, I just, there's a lot that didn't gel. Yeah. But. But. Overall, I think it's an expertly crafted, wonderful, suspenseful, fun monster movie. And I would say that I am really happy for a movie like this to get the chance. And I'm always rooting for Jordan Peele. Because like, shit, man, we need more movies like this, you know? I mean, I felt like another movie that was kind of like this was Maverick, but it's like this, and then it's also like Marvel. So it's kind of towing that weird line. And then, of course, you have like Marvel, DC, and so many other movies where it's just like, fucking kill me, man. Just fucking kill me. Whereas this is like, hey, man, this this still feels fresh and unique and creative and you know, it had me on the edge of my seat multiple times. Like, it's been a while since I felt a visceral emotion from a movie. And this is the first movie in a long time I felt that. I mean, I think the Batman delivered for this year, right? Mm-hmm. I think the Batman delivered. I think Maverick did. I mean, with some of those aerial shots. And, yeah. I mean, it's Tom Cruise, man. And Jennifer Conley. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I liked the Batman a lot. Uh, I think Tom Cruise was well, good. What was the other movie we said might be the best? Oh, it's uh, Always Everywhere All at Once. Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah, that one. This like, is turning out to be a pretty like, decent year. Yeah, it's so refreshing to start to see these kind of movies, you know, and they're not exactly pushing it to the far bounds like maybe Lynch would, but, you know, they're kind of, you see them shifting yeah. the features away from the standard Marvel movie where Marvel's kind of just feeling like tired. And these are, movies you know are kind of how- like, let's make something a little, even Prey. I mean, people are raving about Prey, even though we didn't really, we prayed it would end. <laughs> oh, oh, we prayed. We got the jokes. Everybody. We prayed we were watching. Nope. Oh, no, we did not. Yeah, I think pray. Nope's better than Prey. Nope's better than Prey. Yeah. Prey, you know what? If Prey had, honestly, if it had better CGI, I think I would have liked it more. I think the CGI fucking if ruined it was the movie. All, if it didn't have the stupid English or uh, English. Well, they have a, apparently a AI dubbed all Native American. That would have been better version. because their delivery of or, the English was just like, or, or maybe if it was in a different language, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know better. Yeah, that's that's a really good delivery. Yeah, very good. Or Cher- is it Cherokee? Were they Cherokee? Uh, Comanche. Comanche, sorry. But I, you know, I... I am happy to see movies like this getting out there and kind of moving away from the standard. And I'm I'm not sh- necessarily shitting on Marvel. Well, I am shitting on Marvel. Sorry. But I am more shitting on the uh, tropes and the type of stories and the, the, you know, the feeling. You know, like every decade kind of has the type of movies they're making. And you can be like, if you really know, you'd be like, oh, yeah, this feels like the 90s. This feels like the 80s. And right now we feel like we're in this Marvel 
era, you know, Stranger Things kind of has that kind of feeling to it. Even The Boy season three kind of just had that, I don't know, that way of doing it. And it's nice to see these movies kind of still maintaining that, but also shifting into a new era of great cinema. And we, buddy, we, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen, dickhead. They'll be like, there ain't no monkey in this one. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple monkeys in this movie. Well, yeah. Oh, no. Well, let's not get off topic too much. What are we at, buddy? I feel like we're at 40 minutes. Uh, it's been 28. No. Nope. No, it hasn't. It's 48. <laughs> okay. I was like, damn, maybe I'm blind. Okay. So, you know, let's wrap this up. You want All to right. keep these shorter. So let's wrap this up. Yeah. We actually made it pretty well in time. Final thoughts on Nope and give me a rating out of 10. Okay, in what way are we basing this 8 out of 10? All movies ever that I've seen in my life? Of course. Oh, you fucker. God, you see, I'm trying to be more democratic here and appeal to everybody. Okay. Uh, yeah, Nope still is strongly a recommend because when, I mean, Jordan Peele's a good filmmaker, man. And when he gets it right, he really gets it right. And sure, there's there's issues, but I mean... Are they, how big of an issue are they within the context of filmmaking anyways? You know, maybe we're just being elitist assholes here. But I would say that, yeah, definitely still a strong recommend. And out of 10, probably like a good six. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a four. I don't know, man. (laughs) Probably a two, but still, man, it was good. (laughs) Fuck. Well. I got to echo back a lot of what you said. And this is what I'll say. Nope is a good movie in the fact that it changes. It executes everything it wants to do very well, even if it's unnecessary. Yeah, that's very true. And a thing about it is I think you should watch this movie high. Now, if you if that's not your thing. If Dr. Pepper is your thing, but still, then sometimes that's you find too. Sometimes you just gotta do things that you don't wanna do. Yeah, like right? drugs. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't wanna do them though? I mean, I don't want to, but you're always like, come on, buddy. Oh. Take Hold on, hold on. Back on up. Back on up. Okay, so, and what I wanna say is I think it's a strong film. It's flawed. It's, I had a, mixed feelings, but I'll definitely watch it again. I will say, and I think you said you said this too. There was moments in this film where I was just in complete awe. Yeah, I was, and I was just like, "Ah, oh. oh, right." Like <laughs> I feel like when you're oh well, the scene where he's like running between the barns at night, and he's kind of not sure what it is, oh. and it's still hiding in the clouds. I forgot about yeah, and it's kind of following him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. See, that's so good, dude. That whole so stalking good. thing. Ugh. It was so good. Yeah. And even the house with the blood. Yep. I just remember thinking it was like, oh my God, this is pretty fucking cool. Like mm-hmm. and, but then you know, then it made me wish I wanted more. So that's why I gotta give the film a six out of ten. I think that's fair. I mean, mine probably what literally is like a seven point. Five or eight? No, it's it's an eight. To me, this is a six. It's an eight. 
Because I think when he gets what when he gets it right, like when he is like on it, it's just like, God damn, dude, you are fucking damn, this is good. All right, maybe six is a little harsh. Six point five. <laughs> no, I think that's fair. I mean I don't I mean to me We're like, pre- we're pretentious assholes, man. That's true, but I'm also yeah. thinking like what is a comparable movie that I would think is far better? Jaws. And, <laughs> and I Two movies jumped to mind immediately. Jaws and The Thing. Oh, The Thing. How so? In that it's really about this small band of people trying to go against this thing that's completely unknown, all-encompassing thing. And they're figuring things out slowly, right? And then eventually... But isn't it's a big element of Keith David in it? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking genius. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of got thing vibes. But I'm, well, I, I'm just like what I said. What about Western vibes? Like I said, yes, absolutely. But like I said, I, I'm all, I was also just thinking what movie, what I say, did this, did what this movie's trying to do better? Oh, Jaws. And I will say the whole like spectacle weird like like oh we want to be famous we're just gonna sell the picture of the alien right they're not trying to hunt the alien they're trying to hunt a photo of the alien so but they can make that- it which I like but at the same time I'm like it just it, that feels so far less epic than like on a, you know the standard on but, a monster but, hunt but maybe isn't that a little harsh considering. How do you get better than Jaws? Jaws is another one of those movies where it's like, you don't get better than it. 2001. You don't get better than 2001. You know, it's one of those movies up there. Tokyo Story. You don't get better than Tokyo Story. Citizen Kane, right? I mean, Jaws, I think, is of that, right? I think so. Probably, yeah. I think so. Like, that's Steven Spielberg's Psycho or something. You know, where it's like, damn. I mean, that movie has me afraid to go into the water, okay? Except I'm more scared of like lobsters or crabs snipping at my toes. Yeah, he's afraid of the crabs, lady. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid of the crabs. So, I mean, how's how are you gonna really ever do better? Right? Dread I is I don't I think it's possible. Dread is to raid what Nope is to Jaws. Yes. Remember the story about Ozymandias, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> and his okay. piece of shit graffiti ruins itself. <laughs> Interesting. Everything can be done better, right? There's no real pinnacle. 6.5. Yeah, okay. Maybe. Yeah, you're probably The right. movie... absolutely 7 at least. The movie absolutely could have been better. But... It was still great. And that's where I'll leave that. 6.5. I also think if you don't think a 6.5 is acceptable, I mean, it's like, dude, it's 6.5 is pretty fucking respectable. Oh, I think fives are acceptable. And I usually just watch fours. I mean. Yeah. You ever seen a movie called four. Dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> that's at least, that's a one. It's it's pretty, it's going to not do great on IMDb. <laughs> it's going to be. <laughs> They're gonna be like these cucks I could send this about. <laughs> That's what Jordan feels gonna say after paying our Patreon. <laughs> these motherfuckers. Oh, wait, he paid our Patreon? Yeah, it's a dollar. Well, <laughs> and in that case, thanks, Jordan. Thank you, Jordan.
Yeah, and uh, thanks for watching and listening. So let's see. For the first episode of TSP Recommends, we Is reviewed... Is this Recommends or Debates? We debate, We debated and, and reviewed Nope. So, buddy, you're, do you... you uh, Is it called it Recommends or Debates? Well, yeah. Did I answer that? I just went off on a tangent immediately. Well, huh? let's go oh, with the fuck. debates because you had a good idea there. Yeah. I think we can go. Are we going to start the debate now? No, we're done. No. We're done. We're wrapping up. No, I know. And so what I wanted to say was, uh, did anything I say change your mind during this conversation? No. No. <laughs> you <laughs> motherfucker. No. Well, you monkey loving cock No, no, no. You monkey pox motherfucker. <laughs> no, because I pretty much felt the same way as you do about all of those elements. Like, yes, I 100% agree with you. Yes. There, those were issues. And there was probably even more than that. Without a doubt. But I still, I don't hold that as much against him as you do. And I hold all the more better for him. You know, like when I think he got it good, I'm like, damn, dude, you really fucking got it good. As opposed to you, you're like, dude, you fucking suck. I don't care what this <laughs> is. <laughs> Fuck you for that. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say you complete uh, to answer my question since you're supposed to ask me. But oh, yeah, buddy. Let me. After all of oh. my argument, after my great arguments here, okay, you know, I, you know, I maybe I only had two, and you might have had ten, but did I succeed in changing your mind? What do you recommend for? Nope, you did change my mind on two points. One is completely like maybe unrelated to the movie. Uh, you changed my mind in the fact that I really had wished I'd seen this in IMAX. Oh yes, I feel <laughs> you would have pissed yourself. <laughs> I feel like uh, there was an optimal chance to see this in IMAX yeah. with, you know, like you said, not a lot of people. I as a fucking motherfucker choking on popcorn like the goddamn monsters choking on flags. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker! You give me a heart attack. <laughs> and then the second point you changed me on is like on just how strong the good aspects of the film are. The good aspects of this film are great. They're not good. They're great. They're fantastic. Yeah. To me, I still just don't think that there are that many of them. Mm. Um, I think the film, like I said, is great. I recommend it. It doesn't, it has its issues, but you know, that doesn't mean it's not a bad, that doesn't mean it's a bad film. So you do recommend it. I recommend it. So then did you always recommend it? Yeah, I was just fucking around. Oh. <laughs> Well, everybody, I guess that about does it. That wraps yep. it up. What's a bad miracle? They got work for that. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Yeah!